tendency to catch ourselves not measuring up is so strong that even if you had just graduated from a major university, married the man or woman of your dreams, or were standing in front of an audience being lauded by your peers, there's a very good chance that you wouldn't allow yourself to feel too good about it, nor allow any praise to sink in too deeply. So, what is this subconscious force that causes us to feel validated when we do something wrong, yet relatively resistant to positive validation when we do something well? In the interest of cutting right to the chase, the bottom line is that you and I are not wired to expect things to go our way. You see, even in the wake of the buzz about the law of attraction, and all of the books that implore us to think only positive thoughts, this is not how human beings are put together. In fact, we are much more likely to be concerned about falling short than we are inclined to anticipate success. Certainly, there are those of us who achieve our goals and do great things every day as each of us is fully capable of accomplishing whatever outcome we desire by moving toward it with focus, intention, and determination. However, since most of us do not appear to be able to generate this level of intention on a regular basis, nor bring forth that degree of determination as a matter of course, wouldn't it be useful to discover what it is that keeps us from doing so? Wouldn't it serve us to acknowledge the truth about those recurring tendencies that cause us to hesitate or hold back? Might it not be liberating to discover the source of the self-doubt that tends to show up whenever we consider taking action in pursuit of something we desire? Furthermore, wouldn't it be interesting to observe how our minds are really wired so that we could assume fuller control over the steering wheels of our lives? And finally, wouldn't it be beneficial to understand these natural tendencies and compulsions so that we're able to have more power over them than they have over us? Well, of course it would. And now that you've answered yes to each of these questions, I'm pleased to inform you that there exists a similarly simple answer to the fundamental question behind those posed above. And that question is, what's preventing us from having it all? In fact, it's an answer so simple that you may actually feel like you've fallen short once again because you should have figured it out for yourself. Still, whether you've figured it out or not, the reason why we feel validated when we come up short, yet resist feeling joyful when we don't, is fear. Yep, fear. Not just any fear, mind you, but a fear so strong that it drives all of our self-doubt, all of our hesitation, and all of our justification for giving up rather than staying the course in pursuit of our dreams. So what specifically might it be that we are so afraid of that it causes us to question almost everything we do? Well, although he's not the only authority on human nature to acknowledge the role that fear plays in our lives, as is a recurring theme throughout many of his groundbreaking works, my friend and mentor, Tony Robbins, has concluded that there are two fundamental human fears. One, that we are not enough, and two, that we will not be loved. These being the observations of a man whose teachings have impacted the lives of millions of human beings. Basically, what Tony is suggesting is that no matter where we go or what we set out to accomplish, these fears go along for the ride. Of course, we rarely observe these fears for what they are, for the very same reason that the fish isn't able to see the water. Again, the premise being that the fish has no alternative perspective from which to experience the water as water, having spent its entire life in it. Even so, these fears are definitely there, lurking just beneath the surface, patiently awaiting the announcement of your next dream or intention, so that they can intervene and cause you to rethink everything. At which point, what exactly are your options for breaking fear free of these fears? As you can imagine, there is no simple answer. However, we will be exploring this question from two very distinct perspectives, as it is my intention that by the time you've finished reading this book, 
you'll have mastered breaking free of these fears from both a traditional and a transformed point of view. From either perspective, any such breakthrough will require a thorough understanding of the trophy effect. And since that just happens to be the subject of this book, you're off to a very promising start, as we begin with a fairly traditional analysis. First of all, with respect to how our fundamental fears come into play within this dynamic, I've observed that the concern of not being good enough is our primary fear, which then spawns a virtual smorgasbord of secondary fears. Being privileged to have coached more than a thousand clients one-on-one -on -one over the past 25 years, as well as having witnessed Tony interacting live with hundreds of thousands of others during seven of those years, I can assure you that I've never met anyone who doesn't exhibit at least some degree of limiting behavior stemming from these fears, specifically the primary fear of not being good enough. As for those of you who may be resisting this little piece of